previously on Adam versus the Lizard King. We left our hero, Adam Bearclaw, brave, tall and handsome for Scotland, in a rare moment of peace. But what's this round the corner? More disco lizard men hot for revenge. More infernal questions instead of the rolling dice bollocks. The disco is getting louder. Tom Basil is getting closer. And the Lizard King is applying oil of balsam to his wrecked obby depositor and cursing the name of Simon Armitage. Strip those thirsty dwarves to the waist. It's an all-new chapter in the Choose Your Own Adventure series, Adam vs. the Lizard King, Part 4. That that just gave that gave a lot of a lot more gravitas to this series than I think it deserves. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say we really need to up our game. I was going to edit in a lot of lot of fluff to that, make it sound really really good. Good. So here we are. It's been a while since we've done the Lizard King. Yeah, it's um. This is going to be our first post Christmas Lizard King. Yeah. So what I was going to suggest was um, we will do this one. Yep. Which is a shorter one. I've got a slightly different setup for the questions. Okay. Um, and then we'll put the finale, however many episodes it takes, over on the Patreon. Okay. Just to clear some space for all of the James Patterson shit we've got coming. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've sort of um, got into bed with that one. We've recorded a lot of James Patterson shit. So, uh, yeah. So, if you do want to um, hear more Lizard King, go over to um, patreon.com slash this After this one, though. Um uh, so should we just jump into it? Oh, I'm so ready. Um, I don't think anyone needs explaining. It's a choose-your-own-adventure book that we're not um, playing properly. Uh, last time you had rescued a bunch of dwarves. Have you have you been getting on with them? Um, I'd actually completely forgotten about the dwarves. So yeah, who knows so what they're up to now? They were thirsty. They were I very that, thirsty. And stripped to the waist. Did I give them anything for their thirst? Uh, you had a pail, but I think... You, did you lose your pail? There was the Do you remember you mugged someone who had a pail and a scimitar, and you chose to take the pail? Well, no, I, th- I think it was more just the fact that the the pail kept coming up. Yeah, there was six or seven mentions of a pail within a couple of pages. Yeah, yes. So the pail will or will not prove to be incredibly important. <laughs> um, now I've been in a bit of a um, rush this week, so instead of so it's not going to be up to our usual <laughs> high quality professional standards. So I, I I blew my load on the intro. <laughs> Oh, is, is, okay. Are we, are so we no, calling it there? Basically, there are um, four questions uh, instead okay. of five for a start. But they're um, instead of the being like just different answers from me about lizards, <laughs> there's uh, a solution to various problems okay. uh, that I provide. And then there is also a guest um, riddler. She's actually an agony ant. Um, and she's providing one as well. She's called Lucille de Flapignon. <laughs> I'm sure you've um, heard of her. She's a very famous agony aunt, and she's a specialist in, like, lizard agony stuff. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So you'll be, each time you'll be picking between my solution or um, Lucille's. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes so much sense. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 picking up the breadcrumbs. I think we might have already read this one, and I think you might have... Uh, already chosen the best choice, but I'll just recap. Sure. The elves and the men cheer when the second orc is slain. The dwarfs break their chains, and now you have 14 friends to help you finish your that quest. Was it. Do you 14 you friends. 14 friends. Never had 14 friends in my life. Uh, one of them is from Oyster Bay, and despite his joy at the prospect of freedom. I'd forgotten about Oyster Bay. That's a brand of cheap wine. We cheap made that wine. Joke That's in the where you came episode. from, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is saddened by the news of Mungo's death. That oh. seems like fucking ages ago now, doesn't it? Well, God, I think whatever's left of Mungo after being ripped apart by that crab is in a sorry state Oof, now. Yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't tell him how he died. He died um, peacefully in his sleep. Yeah. He got crabs. <laughs> um, crabs got him. <laughs> armed with their own tools of slavery. Ooh, Ooh that's a nice t- turn of phrase. Very kinky. These, the prisoners ask you to lead them to attack the stone fort used as the prison camp where the Lizard King still resides. So me and my 14 friends. You and your 14 friends, yeah. Uh, protected by his mutant slaves and elite guards. You agree to do so and set off again through the tunnels to release the rest of the slave miners. Now, this is, um, you know, roll one or two, roll three or four, roll okay. five or six. I think you nailed this. Uh-huh. And then you, I think we ended on you saying, I'm going to choose the higher. Yes. Do you still want to go with the higher? Yes. Cool. So, I've, I'm too close to the end to die now. The thing is, I haven't read ahead, but I have just made some calculations because I was wondering if this would be our last one. Okay. And I can tell you that my calculations prove that it definitely isn't. Oh, God. So <laughs> I don't think you're as close to the end as you feel. <laughs> Fucking sake. Um, right. By the time you have found all the prisoners and released them, you have become leader of 63 dedicated <gasps> followers. 63 friends! Eager for revenge. Uh, it doesn't say friends. Okay, only 15. Of, only 14 of them. I would only count 14 friends. as friends. Six, the other <laughs> are um, just followers. <laughs> We're a book podcast, not a maths podcast. Exactly. You lead your band of fighters out of the mines and attack the mud huts where the guards live. The last of them is soon slain and the former prisoners begin to celebrate by cheering and singing. An old dwarf begins a jig and is, <laughs> <laughs> and is soon encircled by a clapping, happy audience. Oh, isn't that nice? It's, we've, we've, we've only won the battle, guys. Yeah. For the moment, all sufferings and troubles are forgotten. I feel like you're um, being lulled into a false sense of security. Here. Can we just end there? This is actually quite a happy moment. Yeah. Can we just go? Damn it, I should have thought of that. <laughs> While everybody is still reveling in their freedom, an elf comes up to you and asks to speak to you, with you alone. You walk away from the others to listen to what the elf has to Am say. I'm about to be shanked by an elf spy. <laughs> I really hope. He's has, he has a shank. An elf shank. <laughs> um, with a worried expression on his face, he begins He shanks to... me in the stomach. <laughs> he shanks you worriedly in the stomach. <laughs> He tells you that an attack on the Lizard King's fort would be suicidal. For the sake of power and near immortality, the Lizard King has allowed a hideous parasite, the Gonchong, Gonchong. to attach itself to his head. Can we rewrite this to have attached it to his ovipositor? To attach itself to his ruined ovipositor. With the Gonchong's proboscis implanted firmly in his brain, the Lizard King remains invincible telepathically controlling his mutant warriors. Wow, this is wacky. I really just thought he was going to be a big lizard. I don't think there was going to be psychic powers involved. This is the most fun thing that's happened so far. That's what's on the cover. Oh, yeah. That's what's on his head. I thought he just had a really crazy hat, but he has a fucking fucking crab coming out of his brain. He's got the gong chonk on his head. That's the gong chonk. Yeah, okay. To kill the lizard king, the gong chonk must first be destroyed. But only the island shaman Koshim. knows that... Koshing, perfect. Perfect crossover. Uh, only the island shaman knows the secret of the, its magical powers. Do you pronounce it shaman? No, you don't, but I just always say shaman. <laughs> shaman! <laughs> it's um, shaman. Shaman. Yeah. Shaman. Only the island Seamus knows the secret of the magical powers. It cannot be harmed without the knowledge of how to break the link with its host. Oh, what a fucking pain. Just fucking kosh it, for God's sake. Kosh, kosh the shit out of it. Get kosh Simon, the gong Simon Armitage to bring his kosh. The kosh the gong chong. Kosh the gong chong. <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> um, 
Alas, the elf has never seen the shaman in his four <clears throat> years on the island. Shamans lead solitary lives away from other natives, practicing their elemental craft. I didn't know that. I didn't know shamans were solitary. Yeah, they're um, celibate. Celibate and solitary. Celibate. Amazing they're still C- Celibate, solitary shaman. Yeah. Um, what do they eat? What's their diet? Just nuts and berries. Um, I'm trying to think of an ish. How do they breed? <laughs> what do they live off? It starts with an S. Salmon. Um, shaman. <laughs> um... You thank the elf for his information Thanks, and walk elf. back to the others. Cheers, elf. Thanks for the downer information. Also, I don't, don't bother to know your name. You're just elf to me. Yeah, like, no offence, but would you even believe an elf if you came out with all that <laughs> shite? <laughs> Can't trust an elf. Yeah. Um, you thank the elf for his information and walk back to the others, raising your arms to silence them. Shut the fuck up, everyone. No, no, just raising your arms. Okay, directly up. I start a Mexican wave. Like, you've got two questions. <laughs> Um, you explain about the Gonchong and tell them that you are going to find the shaman. Has anybody alone. seen the shaman? It would be impossible to track him down in a group. Why? It's not. He's not a furtive creature. He's just a man living in the woods. You tell them to make their own way back to the fort and that you will be meet them there to lead the attack in one or two days' time. They reluctantly agree to the plan and you set off immediately to find the shaman. Can I not take even one friend with me? Yeah. Why can't you find them in a group? It's just not explained. Fuck's sake. Well, um, Maybe the shaman is um, sizest. He, he will not. He will not talk to. Oh, like as in as in height. Shamans don't like short people. Shamans don't like short. <laughs> you have to be this high to talk to the shaman. <laughs> He's got one of those signs outside of his hut with a yeah. picture of him with his finger on, yeah. a, on a meter stick. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Um, after all that, there's like no choice. It's just go to the other page. Why? T- why tell this me? This was supposed to be a short. Why tell me how many friends I have? When, if you're going to just leave them If off. I'm just going to leave them all. You walk down the river and jump on your raft. And jump into the river. Progress against the current is slow as the river narrows and the water runs faster. If you still wish, do you still wish to journey by raft or would you rather walk over land? Oh, I'm going to get off the raft. I've never trusted that thing. Cool. You steer the raft over to the right-hand bank and jump off. The terrain all around is tree-covered hillside with plenty of rocks and bushes to make walking quite arduous. You look around and decide to set off towards the volcano in the northwest as it might be an ideal place for the shaman to hide. After trudging your way through the undergrowth, you suddenly notice a strange-looking bush. A strange-looking bush. It has wide leaves with crimson tips and fruits like giant raspberries hanging down from its branches. If you wish to, do you wish to eat some of the fruit or would you rather keep walking? I'm going to eat the fruit. Of course you are. I think it's going to, this might, if, 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 if this is an instant death, <laughs> we're going to have to do one of these questions to save my life. The fruit is juicy and tastes delicious. Ooh. Add one stamina point. Oh, what should we say that is? Um, I've not done a backflip in a while. Should I just do a backflip? Well, you know, you just have gained a backflip. Okay. You can do it whenever you want, immediately, can I, can, whilst eating. Can I actually, can I defeat the Lizard King by doing 10 perfectly executed backflips in a row? But they have to be perfectly executed. Okay. <laughs> Feeling refreshed, you set off again, still wiping the sticky juice from around your mouth. Right, mm-hmm. this is a test your luck thing, so I assume you're going to get poisoned or not. Depending on how well I answer this lizard-related question. Depending on how well you answer this question. So, it's just lizard questions. Um, the Your lizard's been acting up. Well, that's so strange. You know, the f- guess what the first line is. What is it? Your lizard is acting up. <laughs> <laughs> Not been the same since he went to see that there movie, The Joker. Since then, he's <sighs> oh, had no. a mild stomach problem, causing him to release short squeaks of gassy droppings. <laughs> Feeble in design as they are brief in impact... 
These leavings would be easy to overlook if he didn't keep drawing attention to them, insisting that they were both divisive and essential. <laughs> he even encourages you How to... long ago did you write this? <laughs> did you write this question when it was a lot more topical? I wish I could say yes. Um, insisting that they're both in- uh, divisive and essential. He even encourages you to take a closer look, and when you express disinterest, he shrieks in triumph that you simply can't take something as hard-hitting as a cooling puddle of lizard dirt. Is he going to tell me that his shits look exactly like Taxi Driver and King of Comedy? And that that's a... Well, it's your lizard, mate. I don't know what he said <laughs> outside of the question. <laughs> this can't go on, but what do you do? So here's my solution. Your Ash's solution. Next time you're sitting on the pot, rustle up something special. Airily invite in Lizard and broaden his horizons by showing him a jobby shaped like a boomerang. Rich in colour and firm in your fist, even its throwaway quotes return to you. So that's mine. Do him a big shit. Okay, do a big shit. And here we have um, Lucille de Flapignon. Firstly, Adam, thank you for contacting me. (laughs) You certainly came to the right lady. I love that. Is this this your AbFab impression? (laughs) It's just the recording she sent. (laughs) I've been a student of sapio-lizardio relationships for, for 40 years, and my experience in the field is second to none. What we have here, darling, is an underdeveloped lizard. He is stupid, he is suggestible, and he is spiritually malformed. You will have to act fast, Adam. If there's one thing my decades of bridge-building between the speciata has taught me, it is never let these situations drag out. As there is no known remedy for this situation, you must act immediately. Tempus fugit. Boil him in fish stock and feed him to the dog. <laughs> so my, my two... To recap then, it's um, boil him in fish stock yeah. or, um, or do a big boomerang, boomerang jobby. So kill him or do a big shit. Yeah. <laughs> Classic pet care. You've really, you've really pushed the boat out on this one. Yep. Um, hmm. So this, 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 this is a new character for us, so I don't really have a handle on what their motivations might be. <laughs> Oh well, I mean, I do. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm gonna for for once in my life, I'm gonna trust you. Yeah, I'm gonna do a big shit. Well, you know what? That's right. Boil them in fish stock, feed them. I don't know what she's talking about. That's terrible. I, I brought it to a panel of experts, and they they thought my my solution was much kinder, much more creative. Sure. Um. So yeah, Lucille didn't get that one, but she, okay. I mean, she is an expert. She knows. She might get some of the other ones right. Who knows? Well, I think actually, uh, sounding by this story, I might end up doing a big shit after these berries anyway. <laughs> well, no, you got lucky. So I, got ma- lucky oh, I mean, maybe it'll be a g- big, powerful shit. You might be able to make a tool from it. <laughs> tool from your stool. Stool tool. Um, three, five, two. That's the back of the book. That's kind of scary. You know, I don't think that means anything. No? Yeah, because we've been here a few times. On the side of the volcano... You see a flash of light which could be sunlight reflected on a mirror or a polished blade. Ooh. Could it be the shaman or one of his or one of the lizard king's patrols? You intend to find out and hurry on. See, there's a lot of these like filler ones that just. I th- I, 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 I get the f- you you say no, but I get the feeling we're being accelerated towards the end. I just n- I'm not that optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> you notice a bulging sack hanging from the branch <laughs> of a tree <laughs> on the uh, uh, the end of a piece of rope. Ah. Do you wish to cut the sack down, or would you rather just keep on walking? Cut the sack. Cut the sack. Good, you're giving the people what they want. There are two types of people in the world. The ones who are <laughs> sack cutters and non-sack cutters. Uh, you open the sack carefully. Oh, I thought you were going to cut it open. In case it contains a poisonous snake. Sure. 
<laughs> Ian, why would it contain, <laughs> contain a why would, whoops. why would it contain a poisonous snake? But you are surprised and pleased to see food inside. Ooh. God, you're stuffed already. Honeycomb, wheat cakes, and fruit. Do you want to eat the fruit, or do you want to save it for later and set off? That's eat. different from not eating it. I'm not going to eat it. I might be able to use it to, to bait a trap save for a poisonous it. snake. Yeah, that's true. Have I just have I just stolen the chairman's food or something? Oh, shit, yeah. As the day wears on, the sun gradually sinks on the western horizon. It sits like a big red balloon on the sea next to the volcano what? before falling out of sight. It says big red balloon. It does say big red balloon. Okay, so this, this, this adds a whole new level of world building. So balloons <laughs> exist in this world. Which means, yes. which means rubber exists in this world. Yes. Which means the Lizard King could very well be wearing a gimp suit when we get to him. That's very true. Or just have like a big birthday. <laughs> Are we about to crash the Lizard King's birthday? Yeah. Um, he's got his birthday hat on. No, gong he's, got, he's got the gong chong hat. <laughs> Fuck's sake. The sunset shades of pink and purple radiate across the sky, and soon the air is filled with the noisy sounds of thousands of insects. Thousands? Shit. You decide to camp down for the night between two bushes, hoping to remain hidden from any nocturnal predator. It's another luck test, I'm afraid. I'm guessing that one will determine whether or not you are... Um, ambush. ...feasted on by a nocturnal predator, um, which means another lizard question, of course. Sure. Your lizard is wigging out. A bit well, different. But, he, but he's not, yeah, he's not, he's not acting up for the first time ever. Not been the same since he went to see that there movie, Jojo Rabito. <laughs> since then, your lizard has gone to crazy town. Have it's, you been to the cinema recently? <laughs> he's on a planet, he's on another planet. He's going for adventures with Captain Quirk. And so, so outrageous. The things he comes up with are so chucklesome and wacky do what's it, you almost miss the ghastly history he slips in until he points it out. But don't worry, he's come up with a creative loophole inventing a fictional child and passing off his own dismal ideas as the product of that fake child's imagination. It's a masterstroke. As long as you forget that kids are much more imaginative than he is. But wait, hang on, he's doing another bit. Oh, how quirktacular, how startling. This can't go on. It's such a successful mix of humour and progressiveness, you might drown yourself in lard. What do you do? Is this, before we go on, is this Adam vs. Lizard King or is this Ash's opinions on the Oscar winners? Listen, mate, it's your lizard, it's not me. <laughs> Um, so here's my solution. Here's my, um, my two cents. Yep. Next time he plays kooky do what's it, uh, sorry, next time he bring, he, he plays kooky poo dress up, <laughs> walk in with a face as grey as rain logged porridge and chant over his screwball hijinks, remember the six million, this is the slot before the slaughter. Gradually wear that lizard down until he resembles a weeping remorseful comma and then put the boot in by showing him the producer's. Whisper into his ear, see, it's not that you can't do it, it's just that you can't. <laughs> Quite like Taika Waititi. <laughs> who's, who's he? I don't know. Some lizard. So that's my, I mean, best guess. That's what I'd do anyway. Sure. Um, so here's Lucille de Flapignon. Hello again, Adam. My, my, this is more serious than I first thought, my boy. You must have suffered terribly, darling. What a naughty, naughty lizard. I had, a gecko of my, I had a gecko of my own once who took a turn for the quirky. Within three months, he was the most rampant little fascist to ever sticky tongue a fly. <laughs> I still have a bust of Hitler he made out of chewed reptile pellets. You should see it one day, Adam, come round to the house and give my Nazi prop a gander. Hush, darling, no time for jokes. There is Sorry, my, my, my mouth is full of water. That one was quite good. There is only one known cure for any speciata suffering from the quirky. Kill the lizard again. Suffering from the quirkies, and that is the firing squad. Okay. <laughs> Once again, I've got a binary choice between psychological warfare or murder the lizard. Yes. 
obviously Lucille de Flapignon has experience on her side. Mine is sort of a gut thing. Well, no, I think I figured out your game here. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with your one. Actually, that one is... No, no, it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not saying they're all mine, but of course, that's what I'd say if they were. Um, So you got lucky. While you're asleep, a vampire bat flutters down to feast on your blood. A vampire? A vampire bat. A vampire. Um... Capitalized. What we do in the shadows, my favourite Taika Waititi film. <laughs> <laughs> you do not feel its fangs sink into your ankle. It's got that all wrong, hasn't it? That's not where the blood is. That's not where all the blood is. <laughs> That's um, not where I keep my blood. <laughs> I jealously it's in guard my, my neck, blood. You from idiot my neck. bat. It <laughs> um, is only when you awake that you see the punctures in your skin. Yeah, because I, I, when I wake up in the mornings, I check my ankle. First thing, <laughs> give the ankles a look over. You lose two stamina points. So that, that was getting lucky. That was getting lucky, yeah. Can you imagine? I kind of want to read what happens if it went bad. You shudder at the sight of the wound and pack your belongings quickly before starting off again. Maybe it was just like a worse creature. What's worse than a vampire bat? See, the thing is, because they capitalise vampire bat, I assumed it would be like a fantasy vampire bat. No, it was an you, bat. But it's actually just a vampire bat. So you have a small chance of getting rabies. And I'm not a vampire and I don't have any cool vampire powers. You're not a vampire. You're nothing. <laughs> just... <laughs> It is soon hot, and you're a little concerned that your water bottle is nearly empty. You search for water and eventually find a shallow pool of rainwater in a rock basin. You drink your fill and top up your water bottle. Is this, is this, is this stagnant water? Oh, don't know. Shallow pool of... Well, that's rainwater, okay. so it should be okay. You drink your fill and top up your water bottle. You're about to set off again when you notice some chalk marks on the rocks by the pool. Do you wish to read them? Some chalks. Or would you rather set off immediately? I'm going to read them. Of course you're going to read them. It's What's the danger is? Only from chalk marks. It's, it's some of these questions where it's just like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you like to examine the Would you the like clue? to do a backflip? <laughs> I'd love to do a backflip. You break your neck. You can't do backflips. <laughs> the marks are a simple request written by the shaman you are seeking. Fuck off. They ask you to find a feather and tie it in your hair. Oh, he's got a Put on some type. stockings. <laughs> <laughs> Buy yourself something nice, sweetheart. <laughs> If you wish, based economy. Put a feather and tie it in your hair if you wish peaceful com- contact with him. You wonder how the shaman knows you are looking for him and realise it is important to find a feather. <laughs> you set off immediately to find one. I'm doing a lot of setting off immediately. Yeah, it doesn't feel immediate though, does it? You are walking in a determined way across the volcano when a large creature springs out in front of you behind a large rock. Is it a vampire? Can we just have that sentence again? You are walking in a determined way towards the volcano when a large creature springs out in front of you from behind a large rock. So this is like Scooby-Doo level of being surprised. Yeah, but perfect sized rock if you were large to hide behind. I like, whatever this creature is, I like to imagine the rock was exactly the same (laughs) shape as it and it was just doing a pose. Its grotesque torso is covered in ugly warts and saliva drools down its long chin. Is this my first mutant? Mutant? No. You have been ambushed by a... Hill troll. A hill troll. Um, I don't know what this means. Unless you are wearing Sog's helmet, you will lose the first attack round. Um, well, I'm not wearing Sog's helmet. Well, we have to determine whether you win or lose anyway. Okay. So, your lizard, Adam, is mouthing off. Not been the same since he went to see that there Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> now every sentence out of the lizard's mouth is straining to sound iconic. This is iconic. why you've not been doing any work. You've been hanging out down the cinema. <laughs> I actually haven't seen any of them. (laughs) He starts dressing himself in references to much less embarrassing lizards who you'd secretly rather be chilling with. 
He plays an unpromising child's idea of cool music while he pulls cool poses and says cool things like Royale with cheese and Jungle Funky. <laughs> this can't go on, you think. But what can you do? Here's your answer. Here's my quiz in. Put him at ease by inviting him to an exclusive Tarantino movie night. Back-to-back screenings of all those flicks in a cool retro hip cinema. While he begins to funk his jungle over all the cool shots and cool haircuts, <laughs> detonate a bomb behind the screen like you're in Wacky Races or some bollocks and then shoot him to pieces. Hey, this might be your masterpiece, baby. I like that one. Um, and then here's Lucille de Flapignon. Adam, darling, I like you, but this fucking lizard dude is doing my nothing. <laughs> What have you been feeding the bastard? I understand now why the boiling and the firing squad won't have worked. It'll only funk his jungle to the max, baby. Here's what we'll do. I'll come round to your gaff and take off my shoe and stocking. We'll lure him into a corner with my bare foot. You know, (laughs) wave it about and say, Yoo-hoo! Strap him to a chair and force him to watch Ken Loach films. Just the baronist ones. Will he starve? You ask me as I get back onto my motorbike. Lizard's dead, baby. Lizard's dead. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the second one on this one. And that is correct. I know how your brain works. Yep. <laughs> You've done this too long. We've both done this too long. Um okay, you uh Sog's helmet. I don't know. Do you, can you remember Sog's helmet ever coming up? Sounds a bit rude. Yeah. I think we met Sog's sack earlier. <laughs> you set off again hoping to find the shaman soon. You notice a few tufts of grass tied in knots and guess that he is not far away. You wonder if you are near and stop to look around. There is no sign of life, merely a dead seagull lying on a rock to and your right. And a dead mountain troll. <laughs> if you have read the shaman's chalk marks, turn to 89, which you have. So am I going to pluck this seagull? Oh, well done, yes. You walk over to the seagull and pluck a feather from its wing. That was easy. Sold, easy. <laughs> what son. an obliging seagull. Thanks for dying right when I needed you to. Using a t- Oh yeah, it's dead. Forgot that. <laughs> Using twine from your backpack, you tie the feather to the back of your head and walk on, feeling a little self-conscious. <laughs> Is that in there? Yeah. <laughs> Feeling a little self-conscious. Oh, what if what if somebody what if a lizard sees me and mm, I've got a feather in my hair? I look like such a doofus. How many more questions do we have, by the way? Just the one. Just the one. Halfway up the hi- the side of the hill to your left, you see an entrance to a cave. The rocks all around the, the mouth cave. of the cave. Go in the cave. Are <laughs> <laughs> painted with bright colours. Each one has a skull resting Go on top in the cave. of it. Do you wish to climb up to the cave? Go in the cave. Or would you rather t- walk towards the volcano? Cave. Cave. Okay. Come off the fence, Adam. Please, I'm cave crazy. Do you want to go into the cave? <laughs> I'm cave loco. Climbing up the hill, uh, your foot catches an unseen piece of twine. Uh, what? What is all this twine lying around? Is it a pail? Tied between two small piles of rocks. The rocks tumble over, alerting the occupant of the cave to the presence of an intruder. Tripwired. A wild-eyed cave woman appears a at the mouth of the woman. cave, wearing furs and carrying a spear and a stone club. Hello, cave woman. She's quite hot as well. Let's have a look. She steps forward and hurls her spear don't, at don't you. Don't hog the cave woman to yourself. <laughs> that's a weird one. She's the most attractive creature that's ha- appeared so far, but that's that, not that, saying that, much, that, is it? It looks like one of those 1960s, 70s drawings of Xena the Warrior Princess. I was thinking more one million years BC. Oh, yeah, You yeah. know, where just tatters of fur around the muff, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we have to test your look one last time. Adam, I've got some bad news for you. Your lizard is packing it in. Not been the same since he went to see that there Christopher Nolan picture, Dunberg. Since then, he hasn't been the same. Very every little ti- Very thing, timely. <laughs> every little thing he does, he explains in real time. You know another World War I film's come out in the last few weeks? Oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> Pretend I said that. 
Like a, uh, since uh, every little thing he does, he explains in real time, like a football commentator, but without the vocabulary. That's actually what happens in the new films. This joke's actually still good. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad this joke's still good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like a f- football commentator without the vocabulary. I am now moving toward one side of the vivarium to the other one. We call this the slither. It's a technique known only to a chosen few, but there's more. I've now reached the edge of my vivarium, where for most people, the road ends. But for us, you see your lizard skitter up the wall of his tank. For us, the only limit is what you can believe. Paradox. And that's not all. These four walls are where it ends for most lizards, but we know different. Outside the vivarium lie another four walls. We call them Adam's Gaff. 2020 and we're having inception references (laughs) it's a meaning inside another meaning which makes me one clever little sausage now this clearly can't go on do you a this is my uh my suggestion give him what he wants stuff lizard into dead rat dead rat into bowling shoe bowling shoe into dead parrot dead parrot into watermelon watermelon into car boot and drive car off the end of the pier all while singing And this is Lucille's option. Oh, I'm going to miss this voice. Adam, this guy's really getting on my tits now. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> There's only one cure for the Nolan virus. Show him something that, that has more than just concentric levels of meaning. Affix a hinge to a Russian doll's waist and use her to collect litter. That kind of thing. Your lizard will be corrected or stunned into monkish silence. And if that doesn't work, baby, I don't know. Just double down on the dog. You're better off. <laughs> hmm. Probably your hardest one yet. This is the hardest one. Yeah. There, is, there, there isn't such a clear choice here. Yeah. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with B. Lucille. Lucille. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, always double down on the dog. Always. So yeah. Yeah. Correct. I mean, I, I was I was actually a bit on the fence myself with those ones, and the board was split fifty fifty. No the board. One, yeah. The board that I asked. <laughs> Okay, so you're lucky, but we're also at the end of today's um, uh, questions and therefore mm-hmm. episode. Do you want to just hear where you are and we'll stop there? Well, I, I want to hear what happens with this cavewoman, quite frankly. The spear whistles past your head, clattering onto the rocks Oof. behind you. The cavewoman grunts in anger and runs forward to attack you with her club. And we have another fight. We have to leave it there on a cliffhanger. On a cliffhanger. Literally, you're fighting her on the edge of a cliff. Wow. 108 for the edit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So um, I, I was wrong. We weren't going to finish it this time. We actually covered a bit more distance than I expected there. Good. It was quite a lot of just like back and forth. Back so and we're forth. halfway up a volcano now. No, halfway up a cave. You chose cave. not to go near the volcano. Oh, oh, volcano. Okay. I've got a feather in my hair, though. Yeah, I've got a feather in your hair. That's probably why she's attacking you. She probably just thinks you look a bit of a bit of a wally. <laughs> bit of a dickhead. Yeah. Right, right, so if you want to hear the conclusion of The Lizard King and maybe a bit more from Lucille de Flapignon, we might um, discover some more lizard uh, I can't wait. Triv. A new um, character. <laughs> I'm afraid the Lizard King is sliding behind the paywall from now on. But it is to accommodate our new goofy running series, the James Patterson Bingo, which will all be on the main channel. Um, Where we mercilessly dissect James Patterson's most recent Christmas book. I would um, rephrase that as haphazardly dissect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if we can claim to be merciless. Yet. yet. But um, until next time. I've been. We leave Adam. I've been Adam. In in an action-packed freeze frame. With a style. Um, woolly clad uh, barbarian cave woman, a muff obscured, bearing down on you with a club. This is this has definitely been the most exciting one. Every every one of our episodes ends with a pulse pounding, exciting twist. There's no topless dwarfs this time. Though. I think one of them ended with you just backhanding a frog. That wasn't that <laughs> exciting. 
like a frog jumped at you and you just like overcame it really easily. <laughs> anyway, anyway, there we go. Uh, till next time. Goodbye. See you next time.